Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm really glad you're here tonight. If I have to cut to a song really quick, it's because there's a lot of pollen in the air right now. And they say if you don't have any problems with allergies and things like that and just wait a little while and it's uh it's very sick the pollen is and uh took a walk earlier and uh so forgive me if my throat is a little bit scratchy maybe or if if I cut to a song you know why (laughs) so but I'm delighted to be with you tonight and I'm glad that you're here with me. I'm going to be continuing my series, part four, of the Believer's Authority, or the Authority of the Believer, the Authority of the Believer, part four. And I'm going to be continuing that. I was I did not do the show last Saturday. I had to put my cat to sleep. And she was very sick, and... So I was a wreck, and I was in no condition to do a show. So forgive me for that. I just wanted to let you know I was not here with you um, last last uh, last week. So also, actually, I was looking on here. I have a friend of mine that's setting up a a website for me. I'm really excited about it. It's not all the way finished yet, but I'll give you, I will give you the uh, um, link here, it's firetalkradio.com, so there's no two in there, you don't have to worry about any two, it's just firetalkradio.com, and it's still, it's still in, in uh, progress, just like all of us, (laughs) so we are all a work in progress as well. And uh, just like it is in progress, we are in progress. So, but I'm excited actually about, I'm excited about doing the show tonight. I'm excited about the, about doing it. And I'm actually trying to find a link here. But while I'm trying to find a link, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play a song. I'm trying to think of which song I want to play. They're all, I have so many good choices. You, I don't know if you can imagine or not, but as I sit here and I try to pick a song, it's really sometimes very hard to do because I want to play them all. <laughs> so I just, they're all awesome. They're really, really awesome. And I just, 
I've got one, I think, coming up I'm going to play. I might play one, two, or three, but remember, if I have to cut to a song, it's because of the pollen. I'll be right back with you.
He'll give you peace 
if it seems that all you have is falling away and everywhere you go the sky seems gray you just turn to him those are temporal things stand on his word and his praises sing and by his love and grace he'll give you rest he'll give you peace that passes understanding when you rest in him your problems they will grow dim he'll give you
and also spoke that all authority has been given to me and to you to go in the same authority of God and to walk in that authority. Excuse me. And my position today is, number one, I have authority in earth. Number two, Christ restored my authority over Satan. Number three, Jesus gave me authority over sin and its effects. So if you have Jesus in your heart, you have that authority too. You have authority in the earth over Satan and over sin and its effects. When there are symptoms of sickness in your body or in somebody else's body, just take authority over them. Take authority over those sicknesses. Remember when in the Bible it talks about uh, Jesus at uh, and uh, Peter, I think it was his uh, mother-in-law, and she was, I can double-check that, so I'm not just saying I think, but... Uh, she was sick with the fever, and and um, so Jesus just rebuked the fever. He took authority over that fever. He rebuked it, and he used his authority, and so the fever left, and then she was completely fine. And then she was able to minister to them. She waited on them, and she took care of them, and... She was able to listen to the words of Jesus and and be in his company, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit, to be in the presence of his word, to be just to be with him in his glory. His presence is a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, I was going to look that up on Google. You know, it seems like seems like you can do put in any sentence. Uh, it was mother-in-law. So I was looking. That's actually. Why don't we just go turn to Matthew eight fourteen over here? Matthew eight fourteen. When Jesus came into Peter's home. He saw his mother-in-law, so it was his mother-in-law, lying sick in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and waited on him. But I know that uh, in some some versions of the Bible, I believe it says he rebuked the fever. So... So that it was his mother-in-law. <laughs> well, going back to my notes here. So I just want to, I, I want to recap because I, I know it's been two weeks. So let's see here. Right. Basically. As I was saying, yeah, taking authority over, you know, if we have symptoms in our body or or somebody else's, just take authority over it. And because we can lay hands on the sick, 
we can lay hands on ourselves as well. I mean, laying hands on somebody else, we're, believers can lay hands on the sick. If we have a symptom in our body, lay hands on it. And keep speaking, like I have to keep speaking to my scratchy throat because it's irritated because the pollen is the highest, is on the highest level that pollen can be. <laughs> At least I think it is. Just out there walking and, and I kid you not, you see these little, almost like little tiny pieces of cotton floating in the air as you're walking. If it's breezy, they're just coming at you. Uh, I didn't see as many of them today, but when when it first started with the pollen, my goodness, it was there wasn't just a couple. It was, it was like a whole bunch. It's so with the irrit- irritation caused by that pollen in me, then I need to keep scratch. I need to keep for the scratchy throat. I need to keep speaking to it and bind the, the symptoms. And actually, we have the authority to do to even speak to the allergy of pollen and just tell it, tell it, you know, just make it, just speak it. If I speak to myself and say, I'm not, I'm, I'm no longer allergic to pollen and then just keep speaking life over myself and then we're going to be fine. And that actually was, <laughs> that's, pretty cool because that was actually my next little sentence there on my notes speak life over ourselves and over other people it's really really important to speak life not just over ourselves but also over other people a lot of people have been raised with with oh you're never going to amount to anything you're you're good for nothing you're just a loser you're just like your father you're just like your mother you're just like your aunt and or whoever They've had death and curses spoken over them so much. I know that uh, I heard a story of this person who their family, they had two girls and one boy. And so several times a day they would say, oh, he plays with dolls. He's got two sisters. He's going to be gay. He's going to grow up to be gay. So they kept saying this over and over and over. I, I heard this for I heard this person saying this story that they said this for years. Well, guess what happened? That child grew up to be homosexual because the curse was spoken over them their entire life. So we need to learn to speak life over ourselves and over other people as well. We also need to learn to use wisdom by helping to maintain a physical, a healthy physical body and walk in optimum performance physically. Because if the enemy can distract you or me by the attacks that he brings, then, and you allow it to get to you, then you're not going to be effective out there. So, if he can distract you by attacking your body, 
And even if it's a, a small thing, even like with me, even if it's the pollen, and I know that sometimes it makes my throat itchy and scratchy, and sometimes I might cough because it, my throat's irritated or I might have a, a scratchy voice, and I might be thinking, well, or the enemy could be, you know, putting their, the thoughts in my head, and I'm thinking, oh, well, I got a, I got a kind of scratchy voice tonight, and and. I may clear my throat on occasion here because of the pollen out there. People don't want to hear all that. They don't want to be irritated by that. It's irritating. And, you know, if I allow the enemy to put those thoughts in my head and I allow that that pollen that's irritating my throat to prevent me from ministering to you, from teaching to you, then he's one in that area, and he knows. He says, oh, well, if I can just get her sick in a little area or scratchy throat or a cough, then uh, she won't do her radio show. She won't teach online. But uh, And then if I let every little thing get to me to where I don't minister to you, like I know you need to be ministered to and desire to be ministered to, and God wants you to be desire, to be ministered to, then I'm not going to be effective in what God has called me to do. The same way with my cat being uh, put to sleep. And it, uh, last Saturday, obviously, but it was just a few hours, um, maybe been like five hours before the show was due, so that's understandable. Yes, it's been a week, it's still painful, but if I allow that to stop me or to, if I allow that to, I, 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 I'll be real with you, let's just be, <laughs> one of my pastors, he calls it, he says, can I just be 100 with you? <laughs> in other words, can I just be totally, completely 100% real with you? So if I can be real with you, I've been tempted all day to just like, oh, forget this. I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I don't want to, I don't feel like doing it. And I, I'm missing my cat. I don't want them to, I don't want to come across as sounding sad or grieving or, but in all essence and all reality there, it's not me. I need to reach down deep inside of myself and let the Holy Ghost rise up big, rise up big and minister to you because it's not me. It's Him. Does that make sense? It's Him. He's the one who ministers to you, I don't. I give him my vocal cords. So I have to lay aside, I have to put aside, I have to hang my problems up, at, uh, uh, you know, put put my problems up, hang my problems up at the door, put them at the door, whatever that, however that saying goes. So I can't, uh, I have to put put all of those feelings aside, all of the grieving, all the mourning, the, the, all of that, I have to lay that aside. And not just the death of the cat, not just the death of my cat, but also the thoughts coming to me about um, with the scratchy throat, any thoughts I may have, uh, 
that are fiery darts from the wicked one. I had to put all my problems aside and allow God to rise up on, on big on the inside of me so that you can be ministered to. I can obey the calling because it's him, it's not me. So I had to I have to put all of that aside. So so I hope that made sense. I I think it did. I'm gonna listen to this afterwards and I'm gonna I'm gonna see that it hopefully made sense. But because I'm just trying to be real with you. I am going to I, I, I wanna let you do let you know that that I uh I set this clock or I set the time for an hour, but it may go longer, it may go shorter, hard to tell, so you never know what's gonna happen with that. So we need and uh we need to rise up in the authority and the power that God has given us. And that was just a little review from the last lesson. Now I'm gonna start part four here. And Jesus, he had earth. He had earthly the, his earthly authority. We're going to be talking about his earthly authority. <clears throat> Jesus represented his father. Uh, it says right here that Jesus acknowledged God's authority over him. In John fourteen twenty eight, it reads, "You have heard me say to you." I'm going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I'm going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Hallelujah, that's awesome. That was John 14:38. I'm sorry, 28. Jesus said later in scriptures, Later on in the scriptures, he says, I only say and do what I see and hear my father do. You may or may not have noticed, uh, depending on where you're listening to this this podcast from, if it's from if it's right here on Blog Talk Radio, I I was looking online at pictures because I like to look online at the images and and uh, which ones I want to put up on the show for the for which ones and I I I found a really interesting one perfect illustration for how how I was talking earlier about life and death or in the power of the tongue um choose you know choose your words carefully speak life over somebody not curses and I, was, I I came across an amazing photo. Obviously, it was Photoshop, but <laughs> this it it was a picture of a uh, just like the 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 man, and this would be man or woman basically. But this particular photo was of the man, and it, it looked like he was yelling at the woman. And in the picture, it had. An um, an arm, a man's arm, coming out of the mouth, say right up to about the elbow. So his arm was coming out, and it had a, a closed fist punching her in the mouth. And that was basically an illustration of his tongue. 
I was like, wow. So basically with him, you know, you want to picture a guy yelling at somebody where their tongue is, there's an arm coming out with an open fist punching her in the, in the face. And as, as I said, that could be a woman yelling at a kid or her husband, anything. That could be anybody who's not speaking life, who's speaking, being emotionally abusive. So I thought that was pretty powerful and perfect illustration as well. <laughs> In James 3.8, it says, But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. We need to learn to speak when God speaks. And when he doesn't speak, not to add our own stuff. So basically, when you hear God say something, if you you hear a prophetic word to give to somebody, don't add your own your own thought to that, your own word, your own opinion, because you want to make it sound better or just because you want to get your two cents in. It's really not your word. It's God's word, and deliver it how he gives it to you. If you have a, if you, if he gives it to you in your spirit with a rebuke, then deliver it how you hear in your spirit with that rebuke. If he gives it with exhortation, give the exhortation. But don't add on to it, and don't deliver it how it would. Don't deliver it your own way. Deliver it exactly how he gave it to you, word for word. And uh, I remember, I'm not going to mention any names because you may or may not know them. It's nobody I'm associated with now. It's nobody at my church, so I want to get that disclaimer out of the way. But... I was, um, there was this, this person who, uh, he, he, he was, I was, let me put it this way, I was watching online this person uh, claim, you know, the, 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 apparently, I don't know, sometimes I'm not saying, it, the Bible says don't despise prophecy. And I'm not saying, obviously the fivefold ministry, one of the, one of the, one of the gifts of the of the fivefold ministry, the ministry gifts, is that of the office of the prophet. Now, because God gives you a word of prophecy to give somebody, doesn't mean that you're in the office of a prophet. It means that God has given you a word for them. So, but anyway, this person um, walked in the office of the prophet, and they had a guest prophet come. And the guest prophet, um, at the end, they were done. They were through ministering. And then the resident, I guess if you want to call it the resident prophet, the person who had them as a guest, a few days later, because I uh, I think it was a few days later, was really angry at the congregation because the congregation had given, uh, I think, three times more to that guest prophet than they normally gave to the house. 
so this person was really mad and um the the resident prophet the house prophet pastor whatever you want to person but he goes by prophet and he's very upset and he and he rebuked the congregation and he and he and I forget everything he said but the one thing that stuck out for me and please hear my heart I'm not judging this person at all not judging them I'm just telling you to give you an example of to illustrate to you and uh what I what I just told you so that we um but anyway let me I'll back up in a moment but so they said to them they said if 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 I have to if I have to make stuff up in order for you to give, then I will do it. I couldn't believe my ears. I was like, what? And and he was talking so fast because he was so angry that I don't know if everybody actually caught it, but I know I caught it. And he says I actually have to make stuff up for you basically to pay to come back to listen I'll do it right then I knew I I had to stop watching because it says follow me as I follow Christ if you're going to make stuff up you're going to open yourself up to familiar spirits not only that you're lying you're saying that God said something that he did not say you're bearing false witness and you're saying that it's it's just not it's not. It opens, as I said, opens the door to familiar spirits, and then. But it's just. So I just knew I had to. I had to stop watching. I had to stop following that ministry because follow, as I said, follow me, as I follow Christ. So just like you follow me as I follow Christ. If I knew who you were and you were in my life, like I follow the pastors as the pastors of my church, as they follow Christ. If they veer off course, then I need to stop following them for the sake of my eternal destiny and my soul. You know, all of that, I I told you that because we need to learn to speak when God speaks what he says and what he doesn't what what he doesn't say we don't we don't we don't want to say that because we don't want to make it up like this person i was i was telling you about Jesus represented himself under God's authority even though Jesus walked as a man he represented heaven so he kept himself under the authority of heaven, of God, basically, because that's, for example, sometimes you'll hear, who are you under, who are you accountable to? If you go to church, what pastor, whose authority are you under? Are you under, I'm talking basically at the church or so whose authority are you under and then that person will will tell you and or they won't tell you so but um or they don't have somebody that they're under 
And uh, so, but Jesus, Jesus was under the authority of heaven. And he walked as a man who represented heaven. At any time, he could have stepped out of that authority because he had free will. Just like when Satan tempted Jesus to turn the, the the rock into bread, and when he took him up to the high place, the high mountain, and or the high places, and tempted him and said, "I'll give you all of these these uh, these places if you bow down and worship me. I'll give you all these riches and all this power and." All these, uh, I guess, basically the the. Um, I'll find that scripture as well when I'm on a music break, because <laughs> I'm going to be doing another music break shortly here. But I I'm going to uh, find that scripture. But Jesus, I mean Jesus, when he was tempted by Satan to to not. Um, basically fulfill his mission here on earth with all the riches of, of these things if he bowed down to Satan that would if if that was wouldn't have been a, that was a temptation right there so he could have done it because he had free will and also when he was in the garden of gethsemane and he said father if it be by if it be possible let this cup pass from me Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that he that he he didn't he didn't he that he gave he let God he let God's will be done. That's what I was trying to say. I was trying to find all these different words. That basically, Jesus let God's will be done. I'm grateful. Jesus was 100% man, and he was 100% God. That's why he could walk a long distance and get really tired, because he lived in a physical body. He was walking one time. That's when he sat at the in, at the in Samaria, met the woman at the well, because he sat down and rested at the well. But he was 100% God as well. But our finite mind cannot understand all that but it's okay because there's a lot of things in the bible we're not going to totally understand because we can it's impossible we just have to grasp it by faith believe it because it's his word and his word is the final authority and jesus he 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 dealt with thoughts and and um i'm sure that when he was in the garden of gethsemane thinking, oh my goodness, they're going to be pulling out my beard, they're going to be whipping me, punching me, and a cat of nine tails with glass and bones, and they're ripping out my skin, and then I'm going to have to drag that cross. The splinters are going to get in my back, and I'm going to, not only that, I'm going to be nailed to the cross, and when I want to take a breath, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to sag, I'm going to have to, stretch up on my already nailed feet that feet that are nailed together and then I'm going to have to sag back down so every time he took a breath he had to basically stand on tippy toes which was excruciating 
and then you have to go back down again. So I'm sure that he thought all these thoughts. I'm sure his flesh did as well, and he's like, do I really want to do this? I don't know if I want to do this. And I'm sure he was tempted in all kinds of ways. And he dealt with emotions as well. He got angry at the money changers, and he and he, and he he made a whip. Do you know how much time it takes to make to make a whip? It takes time to actually go out and hand make a whip. That's how angry he was. But he went out and he made a whip, and he turned over the the tables of the of, of the money changers. He had anger, and he also after he found out Lazarus died, he wept. So he had a he, he dealt with. You know, it, the Bible says we do not have a high priest who is not unfamiliar with our, the feelings of our infirmities, of our, I mean, our, our pains, you know. They're, I have to look that scripture up, too, <laughs> when we're on a on a song break. So it's not like I have a co-host here that I can just say, hey, what, what do you think about that while I look up a scripture? Because I actually do a lot of things when I'm, when I am, um, Actually, like I'm going to do, I'm going to add another 30 minutes. But I I do a lot of a lot of uh, things here at the at the um, at the studio. I do. I may take all of this 30 minutes. I may just take some of it, but I want to I want to add some because I otherwise I would have only had 13 minutes left. <laughs> but um, I do I do actually a lot. A lot of things when I'm here. Do uh, I look up scriptures? I run the chat room. I I promote. I let people know on Facebook and Twitter, and Blog Talk Radio that I'm live. And then I I I like I said I look up scriptures. I play the audios. I look for the audios, especially if it's one that. Um, I'm not exactly uh, sure which one it's going to be, and so. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a song so I can look up those scriptures, and I will be right back with you. You enjoy this. It was one of my favorite songs. Of course, I could say that about a lot of them. It's by Zachary Smith. It's called Realms of Glory.
it reads, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So he's he's not unfamiliar with our, like I, I said earlier, he has he had emotions and he had he's not unfamiliar with he's he's very familiar with our our our, our weakness. <clears throat> and let's see here, carrying on. I'm 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 grateful that Jesus. I am truly truly grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for being obedient to the point of death, even death upon a cross. And uh, that's one of the most horrific things to 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 have to endure right there. And Satan, he tried to exalt himself as I just as I was stating earlier and uh that he tried to exalt himself above God's authority while he was in heaven. While he was living in heaven with God, he was living. Lucifer was living in heaven with God. He tried to exalt himself above God's authority, <clears throat> and he did not recognize or submit to God's authority. In Luke ten eighteen, see God. God took care of that, though. His He took care of uh, Lucifer's. Rebellion, his pride, and his him thinking that he would exalt himself above God and that he he would take over heaven. Him and the and one third of uh, the angels innumerable that he deceived. In Luke eight, in Luke ten eighteen, it says, and he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Satan, he was cast out. He was cast out of heaven. And that was the end of it. Well, at least temporarily the end of it. He's going to later on be thrown into the lake of fire for eternity. Jesus joined himself to God, his Father, by his word. In John 10, 30, that's John ten three O says, I and my father are one. If someone came against Jesus, they came against God as well. Because God and his him and his and his father are one. God was was the one that Jesus represented. Look at it this way. There's an ambassador of a nation and they're living in another country at the embassy or someplace like that. If you attack that ambassador of another nation, or even if if they're visiting another nation and you you attack them, it's it's as if you are attacking that the the president or the king of that country. It's the same for us. 
if we are attacked by someone, it's the same. Uh, we're ambassadors of Christ. He, 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 as if he's pleading his, the case through us, the case for salvation, the case for love. So in, if we're attacked, then it's the same as attacking God. We need to be respectful of others, whether or not they agree with us, whether or not they're of another country, nationality, color, creed, religion, or whatever whatever the case may be. We need to be respectful and show respect and um, love toward that person. And and that's you know even if they're ambassador whoever they are, as you walk in authority, it doesn't mean <clears throat> as you continue to walk in authority and you start to learn your authority who you are in Christ, it doesn't mean that you're walking in arrogance. So it's just not like oh hey you know. I've got all this authority about this, that, and the other. I can cast out devils where the uh, disciples came back to Jesus and they said, oh, uh, we got, we cast this devil out. And and they were all excited about it because they got to cast the devil out. And Jesus said to them, don't, don't be, um, I'm going to look that scripture as well, but Basically, don't be, don't be, don't rejoice that you can cast out devils, be, but rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So that was, uh, don't, you know, don't, don't rejoice that, that the devils are subject to you, basically. I'm looking it up right now. Let's see, don't rejoice that, that the devils, let's see. Trying to look it up on Google. And it says, okay, Luke 10, 20. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. Nevertheless, Do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. Praise God, hallelujah. That's exciting. Excuse me, it says pollen. We need to, um, we need, uh, Learn etiquette, and uh, it's actually so important to learn etiquette. I was learning etiquette and, and manners at a young age, and and um, I feel I feel like it's a dying breed almost. Um, but uh, I may actually do it's a big May in capitals here, but uh, I may do a show on that sometime on etiquette. I'm not sure how it's all going to work out, but. I think it's important to me. It is anyway. That and chivalry, being a gentleman, opening car doors, and and 
just doors, period, just all kinds of stuff there, but that will take me on another subject here, but we need to learn to be polite, and we need to learn etiquette if we've not already been taught it. And we also need to learn how to, excuse me, talk to people with kindness and um, not uh, with kindness and love, but not just to those people, not just talk like that to people who are over us, who are above us, like maybe our employer or something like that, but also those who are under us, maybe people we manage. That's just an example. It could be any any situation. And we need to learn how to treat and talk to everyone as Jesus would talk to them and treat them. And remember, uh, when you're out witnessing to people, that kindness is a big tool, too, because it is a fruit of the Spirit. Never get past the fruit of spirit of kindness. We have to keep cultivating the fruits of the spirit. Any 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 fruit of the spirit that were that were a little that were not perfected yet. Not that they're perfect, but maybe patience is not. You say patience is not my virtue. Well, we just cultivate that, and. Um, because you you and I must walk in the fruit of the Spirit uh, when we are born again. And I felt led to actually, if you've not been born again and have Jesus in your heart, I want to tell you right now, if you died right now, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? God loves you so much, has a great plan for your life. The Holy Bible says that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon his name shall be saved. So if you want to make sure you're going to go to heaven, mean this with your heart, repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you are coming back again for me. Well, Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost a hunger for the things of God and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. So I want to tell you right now, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I tell you today, tonight, whatever time zone you're listening to you from, your sins are forgiven you right now. Be filled with the peace and the joy and the love of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the fellowship. And know that you are born again, so you are now going to be walking in the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is a characteristic 
of the life of the believers as a characteristic. And those who walk in great authority show mercy, kindness. Learn to walk in the fruit of, of the Spirit because you walk in the gifts of the Spirit then also as and um, I'm going to be doing a show on, I'm not sure when, but at some point I'm going to be doing a show on our teaching on the fruit of the Spirit and also the gifts of the Spirit. And fruit is fruit is bitter if you do not walk in the fruits of the Spirit, if you don't cultivate it and you don't, then your fruit is bitter because you're not cultivating the fruit of the spirit, and only do so. I'm gonna actually. It's in the book of Galatians. Some of you may be wondering because I know I have people who listen, who are listen for different reasons. They may be searching for for something. They they may they may not know. Exactly. They're just searching different religions, just different theories, different just different things, and they're searching for, for the truth. So I'm not going to assume that you know what the the fruit of the spirit is. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna tell you what it is as soon as I find it. I know it's in Galatians, the book of Galatians. So I'm gonna go here and oh here we are, let me see. I'm Galatians five twenty two through twenty three. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness control against such there is no law so some you just have to make yourself be patient and and uh say to yourself calm down breathe again breathe so if you have you know a problem with self control or being angry or something like that and just uh, or patience, just make yourself be patient. And you have to just make yourself do it, cultivate it, and be gentle. Even if you're a man, you think you're a, I mean, a tough one. You need to be gentle and goodness is. I mean, a good person. We need to be good people. Um, everything about us to be good and humble. Be humble. Jesus, when he was on earth, he did not come up with his own agenda. In John 5.30, it says, I, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. And as I said earlier, Jesus was an ambassador of God, on a mission from God. What has God called you to do? What has God called you to do today? 
Jesus knew God was backing his position with him. In John 8:24, it reads, "Therefore, I said to I said to you that you will die in your sins, for if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins." And I'm going to be <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to be closing here with a, a couple of last minute thoughts, not last minute, but a couple of last thoughts here for this lesson anyway. Jesus will honor you and he will back you up. He will show up and he will he will just give you a party because he will show up in the best way to be honored by our precious God is by him showing up with his wonderful presence. When Jesus shows up, heaven, all of heaven shows up. Nothing else has to be done on your part. When the Holy Spirit shows up, his presence, you don't have to do anything else. You step aside, let him take over. If you honor his word, he will show up and honor you. Because he, 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 what's that I'm trying to say? He, he, the word that has been spoken, then he he shows up with signs following that word to back up that word. So when you're submitted to the plan, will, and purpose of God, he honors you by showing up. That's exciting. So we just need to just honor him, too, and, and he is... He's definitely worthy of that. And authority is uh, is uh, in submission. There is an authority. That's what I was trying to say. There is authority. It may sound strange, but there is actually authority in submission. You are actually taking authority by submitting to authority. Jesus ministered in authority. And Jesus taught with authority. Jesus commanded demons. Jesus commanded nature. Jesus commanded healing. Finally, the last couple of thoughts here, Jesus commanded miracles. And finally, Jesus, hallelujah, defeated Satan made a public public spectacle of him. He defeated Satan. So I am grateful that he defeated him. I really am. So I will I will pick up next time with with the I'll pick up next time with the next part five, which will be next Saturday. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and record some of these ahead of time, so I'll have several several of them recorded ahead of time that I can just upload and have them <clears throat> excuse me available to you to just listen to. Of course, I'll be I'll, I'll I will try to have them uploaded at 
of course, the same time. And my apologies. I I I know it's it's a good thing to be consistent, especially with time. And I understand that this last week, you know, things were different, but I haven't always been consistent these past couple of weeks with the time. And normally my show is at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Friday, Saturday, and on Monday. And But I have not been consistent with that, so I, I do apologize. And I'm going to try and be more consistent, just being real with you and just being transparent. So I, I'm going to, um, and and also the what was it treasure? That's what we're doing this month. Is my treasure? I am going to record that. I'm going to upload that sometime before it's uh, before the next one is due this coming Friday. So we can get caught up with that. So I do apologize for that. I'm going to try and do better. Just be consistent with that time because consistency is very important when it comes to this. Or you're going to wonder, is she having the show at 8? Is she having it at 8.30? Is she having it at 7? Is she having it at 9? Is she having it at 10? When is she going to have the show? So it's really better to have it just at one time. So I thought I would apologize for that. I, I want to let you know about a great school. It's a Bible college. It's River Bible Institute, River School of Worship, and River School of Government. The next intake is this coming August. The round the well, before you know it, time is passing by. My goodness, it's almost almost the end of March. So before you know it, it'll be here. <laughs> but uh, if you want any information, go to riverbibleinstitute.com. River School of Worship dot com River School of Government dot com. I have been authorized to give you a scholarship to the River Bible Institute and the River School of Worship. At this time they're not giving scholarships for for the River School of Government, but don't let that stop you. The Holy Ghost called you? He'll provide. He'll make a way. He will definitely, definitely make a way. Definitely. So I just want to let you know about that. And if you know of anybody that has a call of God on their life, you, you, I authorize you and I have been given the authority to give you that authority to give them a scholarship. So you can give them a scholarship, and they can give somebody else a scholarship, then they can give somebody a scholarship, and it keeps going and going and going. It's a ripple effect. So it's really, really exciting. I, I'm excited to be able to give you that. Also, if you have any prayer requests, feel free to email me at firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com. That is firetalkradio2 at yahoo. Dot com. That's the number two in there. Also, I'd love to have you follow me on my home page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash <clears throat> fire talk radio two. Also, check out and like my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash fire talk radio two. 
And a disclaimer, a quick disclaimer, the comments and opinions expressed during Blog Talk Radio commercials and ads do not necessarily reflect that of myself or my Christian beliefs, especially the new ads promoting the consumption of alcohol. So I wanted to throw that out there, that out And if you want to call for prayer, call 866-857-4837. That is 866-857-4837. And if you're anywhere in the Central Florida area and you would like to go to church, you're more than welcome to to visit the river at Tampa Bay Church. Uh, Services are Sunday morning. That's tomorrow at... That is tomorrow at um, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also, that will be... 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then it will be Wednesday at 7 p.m. And this Wednesday coming up, March 25th, our our, um, president of Revival Ministries International, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, will be giving a State of the Union broadcast it's Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, March 25th at 7.30 p.m. I'd love to have you join, come in person. If you can't come in person, then feel free to watch online at revival.com. That's R-E-V, like Victor, I-V-A-L.com. You can watch the services as well live online, so feel free to do that. And let me see, is there anything I have forgotten to tell you, any announcements-wise? I think that's everything. If I have forgotten, then I will find a way to put it out there, but I want to let you know that you are loved by God, you are loved by me, you are special, you're priceless, you're accepted in the beloved And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.